0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. I just just drink drink wine. 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 Welcome to the wine situation. Hello, how are you? Good evening, good day, good morning, whenever you're listening to this. Hi, this is the wine situation. I'm Elle Clifford, your host. Ellen Clifford, if you will. I'll take either. And uh, yeah, the situation with wine is we're getting out and about and we're drinking stuff and we're having fun with other people, provided we're vaccinated and um I want you to be you know educated about wine I want to give you wine tips I want to introduce you to wineries i want uh I want wine to be a good thing in your life so in this podcast, we're going to have segments, and from those segments shall spring spring like as i say athena from the head of zeus full of wisdom okay. <laughs> from these segments shall shall i can't talk dear god um shall spring tangents why is it you trust me to tell you of wine well i um i have a diploma from the wine spirit education trust i'm a certified sommelier I have the court mester sommelier is right for doctus delectus Invinable. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, I haven't even had a drink. Uh, maybe I should have some water. Hang on. And I'm back. I paused it so you didn't have to hear me slurp. Uh, yeah, I, I write for Venice and Delectable <laughs> and some other places. And I'm really working on a real dorky thing about malolactic fermentation that someone's got to pick up. <sighs> if you're listening to me, Psalm Journal or 750 Daily, let me know. I, I will write it for you. Okay. Um... So yeah, we're gonna have fun. We're going to well, let's just look at that. Look at this. Look at this. It's only two minutes in, and already it's time for an agenda, so that you know what we're gonna do. I, I'm trying to keep these like a little a little shorter than they were at sometimes or at some points. I know they get really they particularly get long when I get into food sections because I just get. Uh, really passionate I don't know and inspired because those usually come at the end and by then I have like a little liquid encouragement in me to like go on and on like I think last week you had to last well it was like two weeks ago you had to listen to me go on about tortilla chips forever and I do plan to do a follow-up segment (laughs) um anyway okay let's have the agenda so there is going to be a quick little catch-up I have like some cool news and (laughs) some other stuff um we are going to have the results of the poll that I I put out on the last episode. And uh, then we're going to get into a woman-made wine. This is super cool. I have all sorts of tales of hanging out with the winemaker. She's awesome. Love her. And uh, yeah, we'll be drinking Testa Vineyards, uh, Mendocino County, 2016 Old Vine Zinfandel. So we'll talk about that. And then um, I've just got some thoughts. I guess this is a, did I use, did I have like a name for this segment where I talk about wine movies? Well, I'm not really going to talk about the movie so much uh, so much as uh, blind tasting. <laughs> Why we do it? Why do we do it? Um, so yeah, that is our agenda for the day. So the poll I had asked you guys. I was talking about how I have this superstition that whatever I'm writing about, the bottles that are going to be in the article, like I can't get rid of them. They all they all stare at me from my stove whilst whilst I put the words on the page, and uh, I, I know people have different superstitions about cheersing. So I the poll was what are your wine superstitions? Which, uh, I mean, I don't know. I was hoping someone would have something a little... Well, there's like one good thing in there. I didn't get that many responses is what I'm saying. So either no one's listening or you don't care or uh, people just don't have that many wine superstitions. Uh, So uh, these are the answers that I got from... I, I, I put the polls, by the way, I put them on the Instagram Uh, which is the wine situation. You can also say hi to me on my own Instagram, Ellen Clifford. I'm there. I'm there a lot. Uh, Okay. So, answers to the poll. Matthew J. Kainer, hi, Matthew, former guest of the show, said never, never in all caps, guys, never cheers with an empty glass and in parentheses, or water. So... Look, not an empty glass, not water. Matthew, oh, this begs the question: Would uh, straight up vodka be okay? Would uh, would fruit juice be all right? What what would happen if we cheers with milk? What would happen if we cheers with almond milk? Dear God, what would happen if we cheers with oat milk? <sighs> oh, what about kombucha? <laughs> okay, I'm I'm getting a little like concerned because i don't think we should cheers with any of those things but maybe that's when he said water maybe it's just sort of represented anything that's not wine i don't know okay so rynoo 999 it's spelled um uh, ryyno 0 999, said i think an empty glass is probably bad luck dot 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 and i agree with him um enzo sario said hi enzo um this is a good one accidentally knocking over a glass and spilling red on a white tablecloth means you can expect good luck in the near future never cross another person's arm whilst tasting in parentheses that will bring bad luck so I love this because I spill stuff all the time so I'm like I try not to do it but I'm just gonna spill the fuck out of my red wine on white shit as long as it's like mine and I don't don't have to pay for it i guess um i, I could use some good luck uh the never crossing another person's arm that's interesting to me because um you see people doing that thing where they link arms to drink and in fact me and and x used to do that all the time so now i'm a little worried i mean i have pictures of me crossing arms with people to drink uh, does this explain at least my week. Um, anyway, I asked, I was like, hey, wow, I have never heard these superstitions before. And Enzo and said that they are old Italian superstitions. So that's the scoop on that. Uh, and then lastly, Low. That would be Darren Lowe. He former guest of the show, uh, winemaker at Duman Anderson, another mendocino county place um said never toast only with water in the glass need some booze in there beer wine or spirits so okay he was a little more exact um exacting than matthew need some booze so i mean oh god well what if people are like kombucha has alcohol guys don't cheers with, please don't cheers with kombucha i mean if it really makes you happy do it but you might get bad luck is my point um so those are the results of my poll uh thank you participants <laughs> and you know you guys gotta get some more superstitions out there oh okay uh oh i think i was supposed to give you like a catch-up before i gave you the poll but i am all over the place today perhaps once i catch you up you'll understand why it's only monday it's monday at nine fifty six, and like already i'm like Whew, it's been a week um my life is full of like online classes and tastings i had a friend in town hi roxy we we went to drink some delicious ramarantan from courgeverney which if it's that's the region in the loire valley that that if it's labeled that the grape is ramarantan and that's like the only place it grows pretty much uh that i know of so that was going on uh i have so well actually by the time this airs it will be out already. I think I told you guys I got to voice a super villain in if superheroes were real. There's such short episodes you guys. Find BP Creatives or BP Creative Studios on YouTube or you know, I'll I'll be posting it on my Instagram or I'll be posting links on my Instagram. I get to play a super villain. She's awesome. Like I love when I saw the picture of her, I'm like, "Oh my god, I am her." And um i mean i'm not a super villain but like she was a redhead and she's like red and or not red uh, i can't even think today it's really hot here also guys uh she's in like purple and green and i was like ah i love this character so that episode and you guys it's only a few minutes please Like, watch it on the YouTubes. He also puts it on TikTok, I think, and actually it'll also be on Instagram. So, you know, please watch it somewhere, you know, subscribe, like, comment, etc. I've already recorded a different character for season two, so the series is going nowhere. So you might as well support it while you can and say you got in on the ground floor, huh? You were cool before it was cool. All right. So, oh, so the other big thing going on, probably the reason I'm going a little crazy, besides the fact that since it's now thoroughly summer, it's firework season in my neighborhood already, um, is my, and this is writer's nightmare computer die. Uh, There's a tiny chance that some part they ordered, if they use it, might fix things and they'll be able to recover my computer, but I, I, unfortunately, I'd... A couple days earlier there was some other bug going on with it so I emailed the stuff I was working on so I only lost a couple days work on the things that are due at the end of the month but and I mean there are other things like the book that I wrote and like some other stuff that I know I'd like emailed to other people so I'll be able to like scoop it out from my email on the some stuff but other than that I lost so much writing well they might be able to recover it uh but i had to buy a new computer which is expensive and if they can't recover my other stuff i'm gonna also have to buy word and final draft again and so um you know uh should i start a patreon for myself does someone want to uh support my writing because it's getting expensive Uh, to be fair it was a very old computer and to be fair i'm a dumb dumb who should have backed up more files but uh, you can't you can't like back up Word and Final Draft, I don't think. And there's like no, yeah, anyway, it's it's a mess, but I will get through. And also the good thing is that the new version of MacBook Pro is like you can open it with a fingerprint. And um, I'm kind of annoyed that it doesn't have a DVD, not that I watch that many DVDs in my old one, but it doesn't have a DVD player and you have to get a USB-S or whatever. It doesn't have the UBC um, connector. You have to have like a connector to connect those. And I'm just like, why? Eh. But um, other than that, I love my new computer. It's so light and sleek, and it's so fast. I just realized I'm like, oh my god! I thought it was my internet. it was my old ass computer that was so slow. So I mean, I was going to get a new one anyway, but I was hoping to be able to, you know, migrate hundreds of writings of mine, you guys. It's like the Ellen Clifford Library. Uh, I think I'm in disbelief right now. I'm still holding out hope that it'll come back. Anyway, that's the other update with me. If I seem like a little manic right now, it's because I'm in a mild, um, state of shock, uh, of a writer's nightmare. <sighs> okay. Let's get on to the happy things, the wine. So in my recent trip to Mendocino County, I had the pleasure of one of the vineyards I went to was Testa Vineyards, um, and the bottle that so we rolled up to it and like the thing is i'd just been at this tasting at graziano and oh my god he just kept pouring more greg was like no no okay you only have five minutes seven more things and then we tasted some great stuff there but but by the time we got to testa i was like oh my god i mean it's there's, she's going to be serving us lunch so maybe that can help revive my taste buds but like I was like oh my mouth's a little bit burnt but um, more than anything I really got like well first up we, like I said we rolled up in what of you I mean I said that with almost every vineyard but still what of you they were all unique and special in their own way and there was another cute vineyard dog Bentley to say hi to and Maria Martinson she's like fourth generation Her family had been farming the land for ages since, uh, let's see, I think I wrote it down. Oh, Italian family that farmed it since 1912, and... She was telling us, I mean, this is like old school farming, um, organic farming, and she was like, yeah, when I took over from my dad, like, there's <laughs> just a field blend. They didn't know what these vines were. They're like, what? These are red grapes. These are white grapes. What do you want? So she had to do a lot of work to, like, identify the different um, parcels of vines, and I love spending time with her because she's kind of, she's quiet, but you can tell she's very, she's sort of self-effacing, but you can tell she's also passionate, and she also, like, She's confident about her wine, but at the same time, very humble about it. I don't know how she pulls it off, but it is absolutely enchanting. And yeah, so she was just selling the grapes because that's what her family had been doing. And then she says people were like, you know, pe- she, she sells her grapes are good. And people were like, you, you know, you, you need to, you need to sell. And she's like, <gasps> oh. um. Or no, first, first she said, uh, quote I wrote down was, I was coerced into making wine. And um, so I think she did that just for herself first. And then like her husband was like, yeah, you know, this is too good to like, like get a license, sell your wine. So because she's still kind of a rebel and she's like, ugh, I just, you know, I let the vines do the thing and I make wine in my family tradition. So her first, I believe they were her first two labels were just black and white that's what they're calling because she's like that's already yeah we would just have a blend you know you have your your red wine and you have your white wine so black and white um and they're cool labels and they're cool wines they're blends she was telling us she's like Psst, i don't tell people when i change the blend on them because i don't want them to like you know people get attached um so i got to taste those wines there that they were quite good oh wow we she set out i felt so bad that like my palate was burnt and also like I just uh, she put out this lovely spread of cheese and bread and fruit and she'd made like these pasta salads and and I was not able to take down as much of it as I would have wished and then when we were getting ready to leave after she took us on a little like tour of like we got to see the old cellar that her family had formerly used and there's like this bed down there that um I forget who it was but someone who slept down there um, and we took a little tractor tour, tour. She has like all these lovely flowers growing and there's all, it's also a little sad. They had some sort of blight over the winter that she's like losing vines so I'm a little worried um, but I feel strong that Maria is, has powers and I'll tell you explain that. So so I think she's going to pull through um, also is interesting because she's I may be misquoting this, but I I just have like, she was like, some people just taste constantly. And she's like, I don't, you know, I don't pester the wine. I let it do its thing. And when I know it's ready, then I'll taste it. So (laughs) I, part of me is like, that's irresponsible winemaking. And then the other part of me is like, no this woman like these vines these wines these grapes because she doesn't buy any grapes she uses all her own like they're in her blood like probably literally (laughs) she might for all i know her veins are filled with grape juice alcoholic grape juice otherwise known as wine um anyway i don't know i think she has some sort of supernatural powers especially because and i feel like maybe i told this story but maybe i've just told enough other people that i think i told it on the pod so, um, at some point, so she has like daughters and, and grandchildren and the daughter and, and her son-in-law still were at least living on a house on the property. And at some point the daughter came through to go into the kitchen and was like, oh, hi. And they met me. And she's like, oh yeah, we got to go meet the notary. Uh, and then after she walked off, Maria's like, <sighs> They bought, they bought a place in Hercules and they're moving and they're gonna take the grandchildren with them. She, she does not, you could tell she did not want that to happen. Um, anyway, blah, 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 lunch goes on. All of a sudden, this crazy torrent of wind. Like, I haven't seen a wind this strong and sudden and circular. Like, at one point when it was moving through the gravel in the parking lot that we were sitting nearby, um, it looked almost like it was mini, like it was going slightly circular. I knocked over this really like heavy, heavy table instead of chairs, and it was just kind of like ripped through, and then it was gone. And then shortly after that, the daughter comes out of the house, and Maria's like, did you sign the papers? And the daughter's like, yeah. And then Maria just looked at us, and she's like, you see because she does not want her daughter and her son-in-law and her grandbabies taken from her. So that is the power of Maria Martinson. And so now we're going to get into some powerful wine. Um, let's see what the back of the label of this says. Uh... Says um, Zinfandel is the first grapevine our grandparents G- Giatano Gaetano spelled G A E T A N O I, I bad it Italian and Maria Testa planted in the soil of their new home when they came to from Italy to Calpella in 1912 in pursuit of their dream. Zinfandel was the first wine they crafted to toast their life in America. It is their hard work and pride in all they did that is taking our generations forward on their path, and has kept this ranch in the family for over a century. Our handmade wines carry cherished legacy. You cannot walk this land without feeling the essence of Nono and Nona. Oh my God, you really can't, you guys. You really can't. I don't think they wanted her daughter to be moving either. Um, They loved this land and shared their wines and breads with all. We share our Italian heritage wines with them in our hearts. Um, Let's see. There's a little bit more on the brochure about the wine, the one we're gonna drink. And I'm going to try and block my eyes from seeing the tasting notes because we're going to play the game. It's not a game. What's in the glass before I read their tasting notes. Let's see. We made this infantile wine with our 70 plus year old vines right here on our Hotesta home, home ranch. Knowing our great grandparents and grandfather planted these wines and now uh, we celebrate our 106th anniversary of them settling here. A okay. Um, so before I get into the tasting notes, whew, um, it is a fairly like, hmm, Well I think maybe I just poured a glass Uh, like it's it's like dark but it's not thick if that makes sense like it's dark but it's not dark it's just a dark color of red it's not like there's more of a translucence to it if that makes sense kind of like seeing a dark red glass as opposed to a dark red brick you know what I mean Um, maybe not. Uh, the tears are slow and thick and no ed- evidence of uh, gas or sediment. Um, I'm drinking this, by the way, out of a Zalto Bordeaux glass. Ah, guys, I broke another burgundy glass, another Zalto. I mean, it happens from time to time, but I'm just... just So everything in my life is broken, except for this this wine in my glass. This wine in my glass is not broken, and I should go spill it on a white tablecloth soon so bad things stop happening, as they have been. Um, okay, I'll back, back to what's in the glass. So now we smell. The medium plus um you're just like woo like I feel like there's probably high alcohol because I'm like getting a little burn I get really like fruit leather <laughs> um like pruny a little bit yeah like pruny stewed plums and prunes wait stewed plums prunes are dried plums so all the types of plums really um uh, a little bit of spice, it's, I admit I had had this in my fridge fridge, not my wine fridge, so it might still be a little cold. I'm trying to warm it with my hands, holding it the way you're not supposed to hold a wine glass. Um, uh, a little bit of black fruit in there too, like a, a hint of, well also a black plum, red plums, black plums, all the plums. Mmm, um, um, almost like just was like a hint of stone fruit. Um, which then suddenly I remembered that some people claim and I've rarely noticed this but I just was like do I get a hint of peach and peach yogurt is like a tasting note a lot of people like to cite for Zinfandel so I don't know maybe it's true uh, right now I'm just getting peach almost a little almondy um ugh, it smells great oh there's a hint of greenery in there like there's a leaf of arugula hiding in there let's taste it Oh, wait. Oh, I almost drank without cheersing. Maybe that's the problem, is last time I started to drink before cheersing. Now I cheers. Bing! Hmm. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. This wine is a freaking journey in your mouth. Okay. We'll start with, like, structural stuff. So... It is a dry wine, although the the fruit is so ripe. I could see a person like being like, "Is there a hint of RS?" I don't think so, but it is it is dry. The acid is the the acid is subdued. <laughs> I'm trying to actually start to talk about wines a little bit more like um, master wine people do, even though I didn't apply this year. They are allowed to give a little more like decorative notes than just going like body acid the acid is um it is gentle acid it is not lacking in acid but it is subdued acid i would just put it at medium alcohol has also liked the acid this is a very gentle wine this wine actually kind of reminds me of maria and that well we'll get there but like right now it's a very gentle um Non effacing, is that the self effacing? Something like that. Is that the right term I'm looking for? Wine. Hmm. Mm. Ooh. Cannons are medium plus, but they're also well integrated and not burly, if that makes sense. Like they're there. They're rough, but they're not burly. So, like, rather than a bunch of like really sharp, tiny points, it's like more like um, I'm trying to think of some sort of thing that has lots of, like, small bumps on it. I I don't know uh, what I'm trying to think of. I just got a vision in my mind of, like, raw chicken skin, which sounds gross, but imagine that, but, like, ugh, that probably was terrible. Um, anyway, I like the tannins. They they hang on to your tongue quite a bit, but not in, in an annoying way. Um, the alcohol. Oh, let's go see alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh. um i'm gonna say 15.3 uh let's see oh 15.9 okay i was trying to be charitable but okay so i should drink this wine slowly because <laughs> that's kind of the max uh 15.9 higher than that is it even possible so um yeah uh the body's medium plus you get mm. Um, You get brighter, whew, a brighter fruit on the palate, like more of the bread, bread plum, a little more of the like less ripe. You get like a hint of uh, coffee, maybe some maraschino. You get like um, mm, a little bit of earthiness, not not in the way that you do in a Pinot Noir. Like this is a little more, it's less forest floor and more like clay. Um, and then like there's also definitely like some spices like I don't know, hmm, oh maybe it hints at vanilla but I'm not sure if there was cooperage or like if if it was oak, I think it was mostly neutral oak, she's really like letting the grape talk here I think. You do get like those little bits of like nutmeg and allspice and um, yeah just a clay but also both a mix of clay and dried earth which maybe is both like the ripe and underripe fruit that you get on this because um which is typical of zinfandel because the bunches tend to ripen unevenly hmm and there's just a bit of umami oh umami, to it Oh, well, that you, you know umami <laughs> just a hint just a hint And the finish oh i mean i can still feel it but it's it's not well also let's let's go through front middle and back palette front palette front palette is just like high friendly fruit mid palette is where suddenly the tannins are like hello and the earth comes in and then like you get the spicy kick which is kind of like you know maria's like chill and like passionate but then all of a sudden she's like I will create tornadoes in the parking lot if my kids leave me. I'm Maria, you didn't do that. You, you didn't say that at all, but I'm just trying to make you and your powers, because I just, I just think you're a powerful woman, that's all. <sighs> and I appreciate you sharing your wine with me, even though I didn't get to drink that much on the property. I appreciate that you understood that my palate was fatigued and I would taste what I could, but then... Oh, and she's another one who told me that in Mendocino they pronounce carignan, cariganon. So I'm just going to start saying it like that all from now on, Kerrigan on. Um, let's see what their tasting notes on their little brochure for the wine club is. It says, um, it is a lighter style, Zen, and we are in love with it. Oh no, I have to ring someone in with groceries. Hold on. I hope that worked. Uh, we are in love with it. Tasting notes, hints of pepper, plum, well, yep, and chocolate. Okay, didn't quite get chocolate. Coffee, maybe. Are showing up in the nose and flavors of this 2016 old vine zinfandel so uh, i don't know spice pepper <laughs> i never quite expect my tasting notes to line up with the winemakers but uh, what do you know hmm okay so now um, speaking of this um blind tasting or at least tasting without looking at other people's tasting notes so i was watching the third of the psalm films because sometimes i like to put in things i've seen in the background that are soothing and about wine not that it's the psalm movies are soothing but they kind of are for me i don't know it's like we've all been through that hell um (laughs) and the psalm 3 film is kind of about well this sort of starts talking about the judgment of paris which was the famous 1975 76 76 i want to say um see i have such a bad memory um tasting of wines and like the u.s wines montalena chardonnay and the stag's leap cabernet sauvignon beat out the uh the wines from france and it was a big to do and then later in this movie so they have all the wine professionals talking about blind tasting you know people saying it's bullshit and people saying it's very important you want to be able to know about quality and then um and you know i myself still i mean it is kind of convenient to be able to understand the quality of a wine in terms of like evaluating how much it's worth i suppose. And it is a good parlor trick, and it does make me feel like a powerful wizard who could cause many traders to go um, across my winery. Should I be crossed? (laughs) Sorry, that's not true. Um, But yeah, it's still kind of like, why are we doing it? And no, I get why we're doing it, but especially with like, um, well, I was thinking about it also. So this is the other interesting thing about Mendocino, is they have this organization called Coro, And Maria is actually a part of it, and uh, they—it's like a—it's just sort of like it's—it's a trademark that you have to be a member of to get the seal, and it says it has to be a Zinfandel-based blend, and there's some other approved varieties. And they get together before each year; they get approved. They all get together. It's like 13th something like that. They have to bring samples of their wines to taste blind. And they all taste and like rate whether it's worthy, and they give each other critique, and then they come back and they do it again, and then they come back do it again. And sometimes things don't pass the first time, but like that's how they... But they all... The interesting thing is I've heard there are winemakers there who can taste them all and just be like, this is this winemaker's wine, this is this winemaker's wine. Um, and Maria said it was really great for her because she was sort of like, you know, she was the reluctant winemaker, but... She she learned a lot about winemaking doing this, so yeah, wine tasting. Um, I I find it I find it useful for evaluating quality. I love now, so I definitely have a few people I've dated I've like ruined on wine, and that like they now the first oh the first time I hand them a glass of like super expensive wine and I see their eyes go wide and they have no idea what they're giving me um then I'm like okay I have done my work and then when I give them a not so great wine I'm like okay and they recognize it without me telling I'm like okay I've done my work um I used to have someone blind taste me on Trader Joe's wines a lot and I really have come to think that notes of Trader Joe like notes of Trader Joe's style wine because like all their wines they're all different but you can tell they're all Tr- Trader Joe's like in in a way I don't know if that's I don't I don't think it's great but like they there's good wines at trader joe's but like somehow they all just seem like a little like this is from trader joe's i mean people love trader joe's so maybe that's not bad but i just would like to add that to the grid that's all i'm saying (sighs) Hmm, this wine is opening up i just got like a hint of like rose petal this is fabulous thank you maria for it was so nice because when I was leaving, she's like, well, you have to take a bottle with you. And I was like, ugh, I'm flying. And she, they, they were like, we'll mail it to you. And they did. And that's why I have it now. Uh, was that enough for you guys? Ooh, we're over a half hour. I feel like, you know, we've had a catch-up. We've had poll results. We've had a fabulous wine and, like, a little bit of wine history. And now you know a little bit about Maria Martinson. I encourage you to join. I think it's the kind of wine where you have to, like, order from the website or join their club to get it, I'm pretty sure you don't just see it out and about on the regular, at least I never have. So it's highly worth it, you'll be supporting a woman winemaker, and uh, yeah, I am going to go attempt to not cry while I uh, go through the documents that I emailed to myself a couple days ago and try and add more to them all while hoping that, ugh, it's a mess. Oh, I also, like, I had to stop there and buzz in some of the groceries. So actually, you know what? I'm going to go eat something. <laughs> I think that's probably a good plan. Plan, you guys, thank you for listening. I hope you have a fabulous week or so. As I told you, I'm only doing this, like, twice a month right now because life has been crazy. So, yeah, drink good stuff, do good stuff, have a good life. And I will see you soon. Cheers. Glass. Wine. I just drink wine. wine. I don't fuck with IPA. I just drink wine. wine. I don't fuck with mint I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mate. I just drink wine. Please give me wine. red, wine. Wine. white, or I say don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm a Somali yate.